0: day. welcome to Partaker's Christmas 2012 series, and our book, The Spirit of Christmas, by Henry Van Dyke. A dream story, the Christmas angel. It was the hour of rest in the country beyond the stars. All the silver bells that swing with the turning of the great ring of light which lies around the land were softly chiming and the sound of their commotion went down like dew upon the golden ways of the city, and the long alleys of blossoming trees, and the meadows of Ashfodel and the curving shores of the River of Life. At the hearing of that chime, all the angels who had been working turned to play, and all who had been playing gave themselves joyfully to work. Those who had been singing, and making melody on different instruments, fell silent and began to listen. Those who had been walking alone in meditation met together and in companies to talk. And those who had been far away on errands to the earth and other planets came homeward like a flight of swallows to the high cliff when the day is over. It was not that they needed to be restored from weariness, for the inhabitants of that country never say, I am tired. But there, as here, the law of change is the secret of happiness, and the joy that never ends is woven of mingled strands of labour and response, society and solitude, music and silence. Sleep comes to them, not as it does to us, with a darkening of the vision, and a folding of the wings of the spirit, but with an opening of the eyes to deeper and fuller light, and with an effortless outgoing of the soul upon broader currents of life, as the sun-loving bird poises and circles upward without a wing-beat on the upholding air. It was in one of the quiet corners of the green valley called Peacefield, where the little brook of bright hopes runs smoothly down to join the river of life, that I saw a company of angels returned from various labours on earth sitting in friendly converse on the hillside, where cyclamens and arbutus and violets and fringed orchids and pale ladies' dresses and all the sweet-smelling flowers which are separated in the lower world by the seasons, were thrown together in a harmony of fragrance. There were three of the company who seemed to be the leaders, distinguished, not only by more radiant and powerful looks, but by a tone of authority in their speech, and by the willing attention with which the others listened to them. And they talked of their earthly tasks, of the tangles and troubles, the wars and miseries that they had seen among men, and of the best way to get rid of them, and to bring sorrow to an end. Come back tomorrow to Partakers, for the next instalment of the Spirit of Christmas.